Welcome, welcome, welcome back into another edition. Prime Sports World coming to you on a Tuesday. On today's episode of the Prime, we'll be breaking down the Green Bay Packers season preview. And I know yesterday on the pod we said we're going to do the Detroit Lions, but I actually didn't realize that the Green Bay Packers actually had a worse record than Detroit last season. So we're going to do Green Bay first. <laughs> of course, I'm your host, David Alpoint Huffman, right I'm there in Israel. You- I'm glad but, you realized your mistake, but 
That's not the real reason, though. That's uh, also, not the well, real reason. It is the real reason. That, uh, Detroit no, Lions no, had a better no, no. record than Green Bay. Uh, welcome no, no, to the show. No, no. It's David Huffman, CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel, and Mr. Adam Dell. Uh, joining us Adam from Ohio to break down the Green Bay Packers. Oh, uh, Adam, work- Adam. The, he is a Packer fan as well. Ah! So, I'm outnumbered here two to one. I had to hop uh, on this one. Hey, hold on, Adam, Adam. Adam. Da, 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 da. Go, Pat, go. go. Let's go, go. baby. Uh, yeah, all day. Well, yeah, real quick before we get into everybody, everybody, everybody knows who me and Izzy are, but Adam, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit real quick. Uh, just tell the world here, Prime Sports World, who you are and what you do. Uh, All right, my name is Adam Dell. I work in sports broadcasting. I'm the behind-the-scenes guy, but I've watched football my whole life. Avid, diehard Packers fans from the day I was born. I do have a little affinity for the Browns just because I'm an Ohio boy through and through, but I'm Packers pretty much all the way when they play the Browns. Screw the Browns. So uh, I do sports broadcasting. I'm currently broadcasting the Cap City Hockey League here in Columbus with a bunch of NHL players. So that's basically what I do. I run a media company called Yama Sports. And we basically do a lot of sports broadcasting, and it's a lot of fun. Well, welcome yeah, to the show, show, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure we had you <laughs> on for last year's Green Bay Packers season preview. Uh, I remember yeah, coming let's on. Talk, let's talk about the Green Bay Packers as they are a bit of a transition here. Also, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. If you do happen to miss us live, uh, we do have a plethora of streaming platforms that you can check us out at. Link is in the chat. Uh, we are on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Let's get right into those Green Bay Packers storylines. Let's talk about the Jordan Love era. Um, Jordan Love era is now upon us here at Green Bay. Uh, back-to-back Hall of Famers, and now you have a little bit of an unknown with Jordan, Jordan Love. Uh, he's got 195 yards and one touchdown in his one game that he played, I think, against Kansas City last season. Uh, the Packers obviously traded Aaron Rodgers for multiple picks. Uh they traded for the 15th overall pick in this year and a 2025th in this year's draft, along with a first-round pick, uh, a conditional first, second-round pick next year. Um, let's talk about the Jordan Love era. What are we expecting out of Jordan Love right out of the gates? And, like, what is your expectations here for him? Uh, that game was like um, against Philadelphia, sorry. Uh, he came in a game the Packers were getting smoked. Uh, he, you know, getting killed by the Philadelphia Eagles. Came in, played pretty well down the stretch there. Uh, six of nine for 113 yards and a touchdown. He also played some garbage time in a Minnesota game, a game they won 41 to 17. Um, what am I expecting out of Jordan Love this year? Well, I'm expecting a guy that sat behind David. Come on. Have you ever seen a Hall of Fame quarterback in your life on your team? Uh, no, no, you have not. <laughs> and Jordan Love has gotten the opportunity to sit behind Aaron freaking Rodgers. And, by the way, I threw a few – hey, Adam, if you don't know, you haven't watched the show the last year and a half. I No, the last two years, I have been wanting Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay – and I kind of threw a mini celebration with confetti when he got when he when he went to the dress. Get, 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 get out of here. Anyways, yeah, 100%, man. 100%. He was, he was the diva leaving. I mean, he was out in borderline, he was worse yeah. than Brett Favre. That's okay. Anyways, I'm gonna leave it at no, that. No, 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 no. It was not worse than Brett Favre. <laughs> he might have been. I think yeah. he might have been. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Adam might have a point. Adam might have a point. But anyways. The media portrayed thing, him as this hippie guy. He's not that guy. Right, 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 right. 
But uh, my yeah, well, he's out on his darker treats, you know, taking losing yeah, drugs yeah, in the desert. My thing about Aaron, my thing about Jordan Love is that he, he had the opportunity to sit behind a Hall of Fame quarterback. We only have a small sample size. Uh, the good thing about it is that he, he has the te- in the small sample size, like you said. You saw um, with Philadelphia last year. You saw it a little bit, I think, two years ago uh, against Kansas City, right? Played well against Pat Mahomes as a what? A second year pro? It wasn't Patrick Mahomes banged up in that game. He could hardly move. But it's still the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I mean, it's still Andy Reid. But what I want to say is, is that he's a younger, he's 6'4, he can move, he's mobile, he, he has, he's, he's accurate. At worst, I think this kid can can be a better Jimmy Garoppolo. At worst, I think at best, I, mean, I think he just can just be because you sit behind a Hall of Famer, just because you sit behind a Hall of Famer, no, doesn't mean you're going to be but, automatically be a Hall of Famer. Tom Brady, none of Tom Brady's backups were any good. Uh, none of Peyton Manning's backups were any good. I mean, just because you sit behind a Hall of Famer, you don't all of a sudden become no, excellent. No, no, no. But the Packers, you know, I'm not going to be a hater. I, 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 I'm no, not really don't sure. Don't be a hater. I, I think the okay. sample size is so small on Jordan Love. I don't think you can realistically really yeah. even know what you're going to be getting out of him when he takes a football you, field. You are going to – well, hold on. I, I'm going to let Adam go. Let me finish my point. With, with, with Jordan Love, you're actually going to have a quarterback that's actually willing to work with his weapons in the offseason, right? Something that Aaron Rodgers that we, we haven't – we're not accustomed to seeing. He doesn't like – he didn't work with any of those young guys last year. You know, guy like Christian Watson – Romeo Dubs, you know, you draft the kid out of Michigan State. Um, so, you know, two, the two tight ends. I mean, Jordan Love's working with all those guys. You have a good offensive line. I mean, he's got all the weapons to become a really good quarterback in this league. And so I think at the next, at this year, I think at best, I think what we have to look at is Jordan Love completing over 62, 63, 64% of his passes, over 3,500 yards, 25 to 30 touchdowns and keep it at a minimum 10. I, 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 I think that is setting yourself up for being disappointed. I, I don't think he's going to put any uh, anywhere go those numbers. I, I, go ahead. Okay, so I'm, I'm, there's two names you need to remember AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones. So you hit it right on the head. He's got weapons around him, he's got all the help he needs. They're not telling Jordan Love, you got to go in and win the game. Right. They're just saying you don't, you can't lose it for us. You've got plenty of weapons. And speaking of weapons, there's something with this kid Watson. I'm expecting this to be one of the next great receiver quarterback dudes. I'm fully on the Jordan Love train. Like I think he is going to come in and ball out. I think he's already the second best quarterback to the NFC North, behind Justin Fields. And oh, I know man, that is you're right, David. We have no sample size of him. I we like this no- guy. <laughs> Justin Fields is a hell of a quarterback, and you give him weapons. I don't want to see what Chicago can do if they get what they need fixed in the coaching staff, the front office. If they got that fixed and they got some weapons for Fields, that's a damn good team. And the NFC North is very interesting because every team could win that division, but we'll get to that later. Back to the point. Jordan Love and Christian Watson, that's going to be a receiver quarterback duo. You throw in Romeo Dubs, like you said, the two tight ends. You have that Jaden Tate. Like, they got some damn good players. Jaden Reed, sorry, Jaden Reed. Um, and you, you're, you're going to see Jordan Love, as the season progresses, get good. He's not going to start off good. You have to see the game. You have to be on the field to learn how to play, 
rarely do you see anybody, whether they've set behind a legend, come in. Aaron Rodgers was 6-10 and 10 his first year. But if you give this kid some time to develop who has learned from not only one of the greatest players to play the game, but also a player who learned from another one of the greatest players to play the game, you have two generations of Hall of Fame quarterback. That knowledge through Rodgers has been passed down to love. They let him bloom. It's like, I've always used this analogy for the way the Packers do the quarterback. They're going to buy low. You're, they're not going up. They don't have to worry about trying to find a big free agent or spending the number one overall pick. They got Aaron Rodgers when he fell to them, and they traded up to get Jordan Love to let him simmer. They bought the stock when it was $100, and they just let it ride. It, it, it was a conservative stock. And now that he's had three to four years to learn from Rodgers, and you said that he's getting with the team in the offseason to practice with them. I think this is something special, and I think we saw glimpses of it last year in that Philadelphia game. Like he came in the and it reminded me of when – yeah, he, he's, he's seeing the game faster. And all the training camp, they're raving about him. Like I think this kid's going to come in and surprise the league. Like, I, I know I he can't I, win I mean, of the year. The, but, I mean, that's the stuff that is said every, every training camp. You never hardly ever hear, like, oh, this guy looked terrible in training camp. You're supposed to go look good. Yeah, but how camp. many times have you had a quarterback in this situation who sat behind the okay. legend for four years? It's true. Um, I'm I'm going to be a little more a little more conservative with my Jordan Love expectations. I think his numbers are going to be similar to what Jordan Love, to what uh, Justin Fields' numbers were this season. Uh, I mean, 2,200 yards passing. I mean, he got probably like 700 rushing yards, receiver take something like that. I, I think he's going to be productive. But the real thing when it comes to Green Bay Packers is that they have an elite defense where he doesn't have to he doesn't have to win them all the games because of all the weapons they have. They have a defense that's loaded, especially in the secondary and the front seven as well. What are we expecting? How good can this defense be this season? And do you think it'll be good enough to carry whatever they get on offense? What I called them last year, David, I called them the new no-fly zone. And they yeah, how did that work everybody out? Was, everybody was flying on them. Uh, the first half of the season, <laughs> you know. Second half of the season, so middle middle to the last half of the season, they were they that defense was definitely getting um, healthier. And they were showing up. And I think – with the addition, you know, getting back a healthy Rashawn Gary, right? We got to see what he's like. Um, you know, adding, you know, Lucas Van Ness, who we'll talk about. You know, adding a guy like Kobe Wooden. You know, Devontae Wyatt's in his second year. TJ Slayton, what's his second, third year here? Um, Kenny Clarks, we already know what we're going to get. I mean, that front seven, Quay Walker and um, uh, Devontae Campbell. I mean, that front seven is pretty, you know, I like that front line of the Green Bay Packers to, you know, be able to be uh, to help out that secondary. And they not like that secondary needs help. I mean, you have Jair Alexander, Darnell Savage, Rasul Douglas, uh, Keyshawn Nixon, um, Eric Stokes. I mean, all these guys could ball out, you know. So I think that this team is going to be top five this year defensively. Um, now, it all depends if Rashawn Gary comes, you know, back this year looking like the Rashawn Gary like he was before the injury, right? Because if he can be able to, you know, push the pocket and create havoc, um, you know, we're looking good. Because last year the Packers, you know, suffered in that um, category. Uh, Quarterback pressures, sacks, hurries, stuff like that. We're in the bottom half of the league. So, so yeah, I think they're going to be a top five defense. Adam. You, you hit the nail on the head. They they have with the um, adding Lucas Van Ness, the um, 
The kid from Auburn. What was his name again? I know it. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Wood. Kobe. Uh, I think it's Kobe. Wood. Kobe Wood. Yes. Um, Kobe Wood. You, yeah. you added. You you spent your first pick adding to an already great defense, and mm-hmm. all the scouting report on this Van Esken. I don't. I, I saw him really Ohio State Iowa game. That was about it. All the scouting report on him said that he is a monster, and people just don't realize it because he didn't start till his senior year. But apparently in Iowa, that's kind of a thing. Might explain why Iowa is as good as they are. But you know, moving back to it, that defense, Darnell Savage being back, Razzle Douglas, and everything that came from him last year in the last couple of years, and the surprises there. I'm with you. I said they're a top five defense. Like they were borderline last year. They have another year in the system. I'm, I'm with you. Top five. It it all depends Packers, on the Packers. Pa- Packers ranked 27th in the NFL in sacks with 34 last season, uh, bust in the bottom half of the NFL. Uh, Luke Van Nessel, we'll talk about here in a second, uh, had 14 t- sacks in his last two seasons. At, uh, as the only two seasons he started while he was at Minnesota, he also had 20 and a half tackles for loss in that span over two seasons, fourth most in the Big Ten over that stretch. But you know, I think they fell in love with like his the intangibles. He plays so hard every play. Well, and his, all and, all of those Minnesota Golden Gophers seem to play really hard. Like that's kind of why they get drafted. Like that's the way AJ Abanessa got drafted. The same for the kind of the same reason. He has the biggest, he has the biggest, he has the biggest hands in the NFL draft. I think he has it in the NFL draft in the NFL draft history. His hands are like two of two of my hands like this. Like he's 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 got Brock Lesnar double XL MMA glove type hands. You know, that's yeah, a triple XL. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Lucas Van Ness is a guy. And he's a guy that you, you can put on special teams. You can put him. Rick Bia- uh, uh, uh whoever, who's the special teams coordinator? Is it still Biasia? He's an all-star for, our, for for us last year. I think it's Biasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rich Biasia is still the special team coordinator. Yeah, that's you the can guy put who this coached guy, the Raiders. Last you can, season you can put this guy on pump blocks and kick and kick. And I know you didn't draft him for this, but this is just an extra. Uh, to his game, you can put him on special teams. He can block that kick. He can block that that extra point. He can block that field goal. He can block that punt. He can he can even run you and barrel you down on special teams as well. This guy he can do it all. So like like you said, man, a lot of people didn't like the pick with Lucas Van Ness. I know we'll get into the draft, but you know looking back on it, he's gonna be a good player. I think at the at the next level because he can do he can tra- affect the game in many ways um, and not just playing defense. He can play on special teams as well. Uh, so moving on from the defense, let's talk about Matt LaFleur. Um, do you think that he's potentially on the hot seat with how the last two seasons have potentially ended and how the potentially this season goes uh, with the Jordan Love being, you know, the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers now? Do you think there's a scenario where he's on the hot seat this season? No, absolutely not. No way in hell. No way. He has one of the best winning percentages of any coach ever. You're going to give him a new quarterback who's never started in the NFL and put him on a hot seat? For a coach who, when you see what he has with a good team, he is a proven winner. No, he hasn't been in the Super Bowl. Yes, there's been issues in the playoffs and stuff like that. But take 89 to or 80 to 90 percent of the teams in the NFL, they would kill for a Matt Lafleur. There's no way you gotta, 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 gotta be totally honest with you. I I could not think of a third topic for the Green Bay Packers. I just kind of threw this on here because he has had two seasons in a row 
but they never they didn't reach their like what they expected to reach. You know, didn't make it to the Super Bowl. You know, had two really deflating losses in the playoffs two years back to back, and didn't make the playoffs at all last year. Like I, I think you know the conversation, especially with all this stuff going on with the GM, I just wasn't sure if Packers fans thought that maybe he he could be on the hot seat. Matt LaFleur has won 71% of his football games. That is a very high percentage. And last year was the only year, and they they were on the cusp of making the playoffs. Last year was the only year that, I mean, out of what, the four years that he's been coaching, um, that they have not, that they didn't make the playoffs. So I, I don't think he's on the hot seat. Now, if they're, what, three and 14? Now we might have some conversations. I mean, like, like you're three and fourteen. The defense isn't playing like it should be. The offense isn't clicking. Now we might have a conversation. But if they're like, you know, didn't make the playoffs again at like eight nine wins, he did. I'm not firing him. Are you gonna fire him, Adam? Eight nine wins. I want to remind you I'm that not- he that he he won these games last year. With literally no receivers of any reputation right. ever. Like, and Christian Watson didn't even basically get the ball thrown to him for six weeks as Aaron Rodgers was pissed at him. That's a whole other right. story. But, right. like, with nobody, there is no elite receivers on that team in any way whatsoever. You had a banged up defense. Um, oh, wow. I'm blanking on the name. Said so, uh, Bot. Bot didn't come back for the first right. couple weeks. Everything against them, and they were still one game away from the playoffs. That is a hell of a coach. No one's talking about firing Mike Tomlin. Like, yeah, and he's had multiple years now around. Well, he's 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 got he's got the hard he's got he's got a little bit of the hardware. Yeah, he won the Super Bowl trophy. I honestly, season. I'm gonna be real with you. Bill Belichick is more on the hot seat than Matt Lafleur is. In Green Bay, I, 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 I no, will cash in on the Super Bowls until he dies. He's like Joe yeah. Bob. Like, <laughs> something's gonna have to come out for him to get kicked off that team. I just, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Swinging into their the NFL draft as we break down their draft results. Uh, obviously, we talked about Lucas Van Ness, defensive end out of Iowa. Luke Musgrave, defensive end, tight end out of Oregon State. Jaden Reed, Tucker Craft. Colby Wooden, Sean Clifford, the quarterback out of Penn State. Uh, Wicks, wide receiver out of Virginia. Kyle Brooks, Anderson Carlson is a kicker out of Auburn. Uh, Valentine, corner out of Kentucky. Nichols, the third, court running back out of Central Michigan, a Chippewa. Uh, Johnson Jr., s- safety out of Iowa State. And Grant, De- De- was it Debuse? Uh, wide receiver out of Charlotte, a, a cool that I've never heard of. Uh, what do you think about their draft? There'll people ought to talk about the Lucas Van Ness potential, the reach there. Um, but uh, what do we think about their draft? The Packer reach? Talk- nah, man, the, the Raider reach? reach. No. Uh, we we, we only talk about the Raider reach. The Raider reach. Um, uh, we talked a little bit about – I talked a little bit about Lucas Van Ness. Um, Luke Musgraves, what, the third best tight end in the draft? Um, Especially the position of definite need with Mercedes Lewis not resigning and Big Bob Tunyon uh, now in Chicago. <laughs> Big Bob Tanyan, that's on you now, <laughs> David. Uh, no, 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 because they, no, Bob Tanyan disappointed me last year. I know he's coming off injury. But anyways, uh, Jaden Reed, great play. I love that pick. I mean, he's one of the better route runners. He's going to be a hell of a slot receiver coming into the NFL. Tucker Craft, uh, I mean, he's another big threat as well. But you know what? Out of all these picks, 
I'm going to tell you right now, one guy that I really like, though, is 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 a guy that they got in the seventh round, which was Anthony Johnson. He had like a, 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 a like a three first three rounds grade on him. He was like a third or fourth round grade, and he slipped down to the seventh round. I you know I like I like that kid because I, I can talk about all these other guys in the first four picks. I think they're all going to be Kobe Woods going to bring you depth at the edge or or the interior. I think Sean Clifford gives you a. a Good backup, I, you know, whatever. He, we saw what he did at, at Penn State. He's a solid quarterback. He can back up um, Jordan Love. We can talk about the two tight ends. We already know about these guys, but this guy, Anthony Johnson, I think he's going to give you depth at the safety position. He's naturally a cornerback um, out of Iowa State. So, I mean, he can play nickel as well. So, you know, I, I, I like their draft. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a B, though, because, you know, I wasn't. I didn't. The, the Van Ness pick wasn't too sexy for me. I think. I I, I think I we could have went with a wide receiver, you, you, you and then guys went with should, you guys should have addressed their offensive line. I don't expect David Bakhtiari yeah. to play forever. Um, there were some really good offensive linemen on prospects on the board that they could have taken. Um, they chose not to. Um, but with that saying, I mean Musgrave six six at the tight end position, and Kraft is six five. Uh, he also had the no most catches. Most catches amongst all tight ends in FW, FCS last season, 65. He also had the second most ca- passing yards for 780 or receiving yards, sorry. Um, so, yeah, his numbers in 2021 were really good. And he was a good football player uh, in 2021 as a member of the Jackrabbits. The Jackrabbits of South Dakota the State. Jackrabbits, yeah. Yeah, they, they had a kid, um, had a kid um, starting because I remember um, South Dakota State made the FCS – national championship two years ago and they had a kid from naperville central he's a true freshman um he was started for them on their um but i don't think they won a national championship and, and I, I will say I, I don't really understand the sean clifford pick uh the quarterback out of penn state in round five i super don't it's remember a, don't understand I definitely don't understand the Anderson Carlson pick in round six. Uh, I know the Mason Crosby era is basically over in green Bay, but I don't think you needed to burn a draft pick in order to take a kicker. I think th- I think that could have been done somewhere else. The other problem I have with their draft. I hate drafting kickers. And- they did not address their offensive line at all in this draft. And they, it's been a, an area of weakness, especially with David Bakhtiari being in and out of the line of the last couple of seasons. I would have liked to have seen them address the offensive line somewhere in this draft. Um, they didn't draft it in free agency either. So, like, I don't really get what's going on with the um, offensive line. But, They're just kind of ignoring. You know, honestly, though, David, they, they have – they have solid depth at the offensive line. I mean, Sean Ryan out of UCLA was their draft pick. What last year, yeah. um, or the same? Yeah, we had last year. Royce Newman was it was a solid player for them as well last year. Um, John Josh Nyman was Nyman, two years ago. Play Josh Myers. Josh Run, John Runny, Josh Josh Nyman. Josh Nyman's a good backup for Zach Tom. Zach Tom's gonna be a hell of a right tackle. I'm telling you guys. Uh, you know, so they have a lot of depth at the offensive line. I think what they were trying to look at where they were trying to find guys to fit in Matt LaFour's system that are going to help Jordan Love. That's why you go get those two big tight ends because what's a um, – other than the running back out in the flat, the tight end is the safety blanket for the, the, the quarterback, right, or the slot guy running the underneath route or the crosser, shallow crosser. So – you know, you got to get guys that are going to be a security blanket for Jordan Love. And, you know, they haven't had the uh, solid tight end. I mean, Bob Tanyan wasn't good, I mean, the last three years. I mean, it's been three I mean, years ago since he's uh, been uh, good. Outside so, of that first season, outside of his rookie season, yeah, he has not been good whatsoever. 
No, oh, the, the, the season that he was, uh, he had 10 plus touchdowns. He yeah, wasn't, was he wasn't, he hasn't been good. They, so they really haven't had a tight end. So they, that was a, a need that they really had to go get. Jaden Reed's, a, 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 you know, you go get a weapon, a slot weapon. I think Jaden Reed, you know, he, he, he's a guy that can shock some guys. I mean, he can shock some people. I mean, he can have a Randall Cobb type of impact from day one. And we know how, what kind of impact Randall Cobb had. When he was a rookie, right out of Kentucky, he, he does he does add an interesting mix of young players there with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. All of those three guys is like your trio of wide receivers going forward. Like I think that's a pretty solid group. Dontavian Wicks from Virginia. I'm sorry, I let you add with Dontavian Wicks. I watch a lot of college football. Dontavian Wicks uh, from Virginia. He's a guy. He's got size. He's got speed. He's got a nice route tree. The only thing is, is that. Catching the football, right? He's got the same problem as um, the kid from TCU, the big boy from TCU. He's got Quentin those T Rex hands. He he catches it like this. He catches this with his body, and he had a lot of drops. His uh, 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 I think senior year, um, in his junior year, he had a pretty good junior year as well. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see. But I, I like the way that, that they had they addressed certain needs in this draft class. That's what I'm gonna be. Yeah, so your biggest thing that you were saying was they did not address the offense, their offensive line struggles. They're returning everybody. like, And they were not a horrible line last year. They weren't great, but they had injuries and all that. The They did address their offensive line because the way the Packers run the ball, they care more about receivers and tight ends who can block. And Buddy, Musgrave, and Kraft can both block. They're great blockers. And they will help get Jones to the outside. And then Dylan is almost a lineman and a running back in himself. Like he can just run over people. He's his own lead block. Godzilla. Man, <laughs> that dude is a beast. But no, you got like they they're they drafted out there, like to the tight end to replace Tony and who's gone, unfortunately. Mercedes Lewis said did not resign. They didn't need to re- readdress their offensive line. The Panthers do not make knee-jerk reactions. They're going to do the same thing every year. I didn't know the majority of these picks when they draft them. I never do. But the Packers typically draft very well. Maybe not the first round, but they hit a lot of gold on those later round picks over and over and, and over you, again. You have to get, um, you know, guys that are going to fit into the culture, right? Not everybody can go into Green Bay and 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 – be able to, you know, live, breathe. You know, not a lot of guys are like, oh my God, I'm in Green Bay. It's the middle of nowhere. I'm from Miami, Florida. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like a lot of these guys haven't been out of like the warm weather states. So it's like a hard adjustment, adjusting to the culture of Green Bay. Do you know when you're going to Green Bay, you're gonna live, breathe, eat football. It, that whole town is all about the team that team. They live, breathe, and you're die. Probably, you probably, you probably, you probably won't have to pay for many so, of your meals. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So, when you're drafting guys, you got to draft character type of guys, and that's what the Green Bay Packers do. They don't just draft guys that you know. Some of these, some of these guys, if you go, you know, you go draft a guy early in the first round. I mean, he may have some character issues. He may be, you know, me, 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 and not team, team, team. You know what I mean? You you don't want to end up with an Antonio Brown. You don't want to end up with somebody that's going to be a head case. And in, 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 by the time it's he's up for a big deal, and by the time he signs a big deal, right? Because Antonio Brown did everything right until he signed that big deal. Then it was downhill from there. So you draft the character and, and guys, he's, the guys, the Packers get him. 
And now he's running arena leagues and the arena teams into the ground. You get uh, the character guys, the low key guys that some guys, some of these people don't know, but these are character guys. With, with all with all that being said, I, I still think the Packers did a pretty solid job with their draft here. I'll give them a solid B. Uh, moving on to free agency, I think that's where most of their roster shakeup ended up coming from. Um, they, I had to just put an addition because I like to put at least one addition. I, I, I gotta be straight up honest with you. I don't, I don't know who Matthew Orzik is. Uh, he was, a, he's a long snapper, I think, for the for the Rams last season. But the Packers basically lost everybody that was a free agent on this team. Uh, obviously, Aaron Rodgers was traded. Alan Lazar, Jaron Reed, Dean Lowry, Adrian Elmos, and Mason Crosby. This is the roster shakeup. This is kind of what happens when you kind of go into another direction where you have Alan Lazard. He goes to the Jets where he's comfortable. Adrian Amos follows Aaron Rodgers to New York. Uh, Dean Lally, Jaron Reed, and Mason Crosby still unsigned. Uh, he could potentially come back if things go south with the kid we got from Auburn. Um, but what are your thoughts about their roster shakeup? Um, it, it, uh, it's a shakeup. You know, you, know you know what I do during free agency every year? I take a nap and I drink a beer. Because the Packers don't do anything during free agency. I think the last big free agent they signed, Julius Peppers. Wrong, Julius Peppers. Probably, that, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson? <laughs> yeah, and before that, Reggie White. Okay, so we're now about 30 years in terms of big name. Uh, they did, they did resign a lot of their own guys. Uh, they, you know, That's how uh, they Nixon. do it. And then, Nixon is back on this You're team. Right. Uh, Jonathan Ford, Levette, <laughs> yeah. uh, Justin we, Hollins, we Eric Wilson, uh, Terrarius yeah. Moore. Those are the three biggest names. Those are we the three biggest names. We don't do free agency. It's what oh, we Zedari, do. You know what? They, you know what? When we had money a few years ago, and we were all like, yo, Matt LaFleur's first year, we said, yo, we got to spend money on defense. And they went out and got Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. Remember that? I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. And Adrian, now, and they got went out and got Adrian Amos. They they literally changed the trajectory of their defense, for, like in the, in one true. free agency. So, but you're yeah, right. That's true. Okay. For the most but for the most like part, the big name. For the, yeah, it's only been Julius Peppers, uh, uh, Reggie White, <laughs> Charles and, Woodson, Reggie White, and well, Charles all, Woodson. All, 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 three like, the, the all three of those guys, future Hall of Famers. <laughs> all three yeah. of those guys, future Hall of Famers. I don't even know. Yeah. So from my perspective, like. Free agency does yeah, yeah, obviously we lost people, but when you're a Packers fan for as long as I've been a Packers fan, you just get used to it. You're gonna lose people. People get old. It's what they do. When the Packers decide to not resign them, for the most part, over the last 23 to 30 years, they've had somebody to replace them. It may take a year or so, but Nick Barnett goes away. Boom, AJ Hawk. Like we get they just they they replenish. They have like 85% of their team. Are players that are drafted. You had the draft list up a minute ago. There's what 12, 13 players on that. The Packers are known for drafting and developing. Alan Lazard, whoop de doo, he's gone. There's nobody on that list, obviously, with the exception of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to really, yeah, with the exception of him, who's going to completely change anything that our team can do. Mason Crosby, I love him, but he was, you know, he's a silver fox, man. Now he's done. Or he's, he's getting done. close to being he done. Let's, let's, get a, let's get a new kicker in. See Ain't nothing in that leg no more. <laughs> right. Like, so it, I have zero issue with any of the names on this list, especially Rodgers, which I know I'm not on the show very much, but I'm glad he's gone. Like, I'm, it's not so much I don't like Rodgers. I love Rodgers. I think he was – he's one of my favorite players. He gave me so many of the best memories. Nothing will beat – sorry, David – the NFC Championship against the Bears – like that was one of the greatest days of my life, but yes, it was one of my worst. It days. was. You know what? Happened? <laughs> hey, Adam, I got a funny. Day. I got a seriously 
funny ass story. I'm sorry for cursing everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Slip up once here and there in a while. I got a funny story about that game, uh, Adam. We were all in college, me, David. I don't think David was. I was uh, there. I don't think David, I was... he wasn't there at the time. But we were at our friend Grabo's, uh, Grabo and Andy's house, right? We were all, it was me, all the, all their buddies, there was Nadir, and, and, and uh, you had uh, uh, Phil, and you had uh, um, uh, um, uh, Chrissy was there. Everybody was there. And literally, Grabo's a big Bears fan. He kicked us out at halftime. Because we were celebrating too much. He's like, you guys got to go. We got to go. So we trucked our way in the snow across the way to my one-bedroom apartment, my little one-bedroom apartment, crammed our ass in there and watched the rest of the NFC Championship game, and the Packers beat the Bears. So, yes, it was one of the greatest moments of my life. Wait, wait, too, if, we had, if, we had had, if Jay Collar hadn't got hurt, we would have beat you. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, the, just to piggyback on what Adam said, um. Alan Lazard, like none of these guys, other than uh, Aaron Rodgers, let's say Adrian Amos. But I mean, like Adam said, we replenish guys, right? You go ahead and you go get a Tavarius Moore. You go get, um, you go draft the kid Anthony Johnson. You go get a, a guy like Ford, right, to come in uh, and, and and replace a guy like Adrian Amos. Mason Crosby, like you said, he's done. That's why you go get the the kid from Auburn. He's one of the best, one of the best kickers in in college football. You bring him in. Um, so outside of Aaron Rodgers and, and Adrian Amos, maybe, I mean, outside of Aaron Rodgers, I'm not really concerned. Um, and it was, it was about ready time. to turn that chapter. It was already, it was that yeah. time. He didn't want to be there. He was disinterested. He didn't like the, he, he didn't like the moves that the front office were making. It was clearly a disconnect. He just, it was time for him to go. That's it. They broke up. Over with. But they reached a point they, they, in their relationship where they loved like each other, but they weren't in love with each other. Yeah, right. It's a, it's like we're not staying here together for the kids. We're just going to leave for our best interest. Right. And Jordan Love. Jordan Love is the new hot girl who the Badgers have had their eye on at the office, and now they can see what what happened. And, 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 dad, and dad went and got a new chopper. And got right. a new hot young girlfriend and put it in the back of his with all that and that's Jordan said, Love. When it comes to the free agents and the roster shakeup, there's no way you can give this anything higher than a C. <laughs> yeah, at best. Oh like, no, you, you can't. You that, can't that, that, that's fair. Give it an incomplete. They didn't even try. Don't give it an incomplete. They didn't try. Come on, man. The Packers never try. Uh, moving on to the schedule. Let's talk about it. Uh, let's see how we think things are going to shake out here in the NFC North as the Green Bay Packers try to bounce back and make the playoffs this season. Their first game of the year is against my Chicago Bears uh, in Soldiers Field for now until they move to wherever they're going to move to. Uh, Donner's Grove or whatever that is. Arlington uh, Heights. Arlington Heights, thank you, yes. Uh, but Chicago Bears, I'm having them beat. I'm having the Chicago Bears beat your Green Bay Packers in week one. Uh, I, I think Justin Fields is going to be – I think he's going to be excellent this season. I think he's going to be better than Jordan Love this one game. Give me the Bears. One and all. I, 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 I love Justin Fields, too. I like him. I, I think, like I think him that game, him. this spotlight, will be just a little too big for Jordan Love's first game at Soldier Field. I'm pretty sure that's Sunday Night Football, if I'm not mistaken. Like, that is like, – Yeah. That, it is not. It yeah, is uh, yeah. 425 Eastern time. Oh, but America's some, Game of the Week. 
But TJ, he TJ seems to think if it's a 425 kickoff, it's considered prime time. I'm like, no way. It it's is. Considered... No, it's it's America's game of the week. There's only four games. There's there's only like three or four games in the afternoon slate. Well, yeah, it's, but it's, it's not, not prime. So it's not, it's not, this is a conversation it's for a whole other time. time. It's not prime time. No, it's not. Prime time is technically. I got educated. I got educated. I set up in the broadcast. What is prime time? It's usually, you guys are the media. Like media, media, 7 p.m. is usually prime time. It right? used to be, but it's all about exclusive rights. So, yeah, see that there's a game on at 425 and there's no other game on at 425? That's still a prime time for viewing. So prime time does like, not mean night. That's why that's why Fox has the rights. They have like, the second right, and then every now and then they get to pick the game they want for that spot because they paid a shit ton of money. Sorry. They paid a bunch of money to be able to pull the second best game or third best game, or I believe some weeks the first game, because ESPN has Monday night, NBC has Sunday night. Well, guess what? Fox wants some of those big games too. So they put their primetime game at 425. It's the same thing they did with college football and put their best game at big noon kickoff. So you can say primetime's night, a 425 game, everybody in the country is going to be watching that game because it is a primetime game. And Jordan okay. Love's not ready for that. Yeah, with that being lose. said, taking taking Chicago Bears to win that game. Izzy, what do you what do you got going on in week number one for the Green Bay? I had the Packers sweeping the Bears. Man, I had the Packers <laughs> sweeping the Bears. Come on, David. Moving Packers. on to week number two. They go into uh Mercedes-Benz with the Superdome there in Atlanta. Taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Gentlemen, how do you see this game shaking out? I think Izzy knows how I think this game's gonna shake out. This guy thinks the Atlanta Falcons are gonna win, win the, eleven win the games, South. man. Win the South and win the South. It won't well, take much. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's what I said. Hey, um, nah, this is a this is a W for the Packers, and then you know what they're gonna, you know what, the, you know what? I hope that some of those guys got to enjoy the day before the college football um history, uh, college football Hall of Fame museum. Um, that is next door to the stadium, you know. So just saying, just saying, it's 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 just gonna be a W for the Packers. I'm taking Atlanta. I, I think Atlanta is one of the most underrated teams in the NFL this season. I think they're gonna play a style of football that nobody else is playing. I think when you when you play Atlanta, you're gonna know it. Give me the Falcons. Oh, and two. They're gonna pass the ball a lot to. No, they're not. Three running backs. They're they're gonna the they're gonna field. run the ball forty times a game. And they're gonna pass it. To Ten. those same running backs that they're running back that the, that the, that are running the football. That's going to be their offense. They're going to throw it ten times a game and they're going to run it forty times. They're not throwing it ten times a game, David. Nobody can survive in the NFL throwing it ten times. A game. The Falcons can. Uh, they have a good offense. All right, anyway, Adam, go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> so Packers are going to win this. The Falcons are still figuring things out too. It's honestly a pretty interesting matchup because you have two teams that you're not exactly sure what the identity is going to be. But I think Jordan Love will have a good rebound game this week. I, 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 I think, think he's going to really – The Falcons are going to, is going to be. I, I think you know. Yeah, we'll see. It could all be a play. Uh, I mean, you don't use a top ten pick on B.J. Robinson if you don't plan on running the football. Every day. Or dollar. you have a quarterback who's very inexperienced and you get a running back, and yes, you're going to run the ball. But you want to open up and bring bring them up into the box so he can have a decent season. I think it'll be very balanced, honestly. I think that's what the makes the Packers good is they're balanced. 
Yeah. That's what should have been Jordan Love. That's what that should have been, but you had Freeman Donna as a quarterback who wanted to throw the ball too much. Moving on to two Let games Jordan back Love to run this system. After they set up on the road, they got two games back to back at home. Uh, first, they got the New Orleans Saints and Derek Carr going, and then they got Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Packer fans, how do you see these two games shaking out uh, as they return to Lambeau Field for back to back games? They will split them. Lions, split them. I, I think I, they beat the Saints. Yeah, lose to the Lions. Yeah, Lions. Uh, Lions are my pick to win the division this year. Yeah. I still, think Minnesota is, so I still think Minnesota is the best team in the division. I have questions about the Detroit defense. Uh, we'll talk about them a little bit more on Thursday. Uh, but uh, until then, yeah, I agree with you guys. I actually think they do split these two games. I'll take them. They'll beat the New Orleans Saints, and I'll have them lose the Detroit Lions. Izzy. I got them splitting, too, um, beating um, New Orleans and losing to the Lions. So right now they're 3-1. and one. And then before their bye week, they go out to Las Vegas into the Death Star and take on the Derek Carlis Las Vegas Raiders. And who knows who the quarterback is going to be playing for the Las Vegas Raiders. That Jimmy Garoppolo still hasn't passed his physical uh, to be the starting quarterback of that team. Uh, Adam, who do you got to win in that game? I'm totally taking the Packers for that one. They're going to go out to the desert. The Raiders are a mess right now. They don't know what's, what they're doing. They, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is... He, I don't know. I just have no faith in him. I've never had faith in him ever. Even when he has a decent season, I still don't have faith. Is in he even going to play for them? I don't even know if he can, if he's even going to play for them. Like he hasn't passed his physical <laughs> yet, so he can't even sign that contract. <laughs> so I, don't, um, I don't know so, who the quarterback is. <laughs> who's the quarterback right now? I, 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 I'd I, have to look it up. I um yeah, I got the Packers winning this football game. Um, for the same reasons that Adam said. I mean, they're a mess. They, I mean, they don't. I don't even know what the I don't even think the Raiders know what direction Brian Hoyer is probably Brian Hoyer. I say Brian Hoyer is the back. Brian Hoyer is the back. Ages wonder. Wow. Yeah. Dust him off. Okay. Uh, and then after that, so yeah, give me the Packers. I'm, uh, I'm sweeping that one. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers, Packers to beat Watch the Las out. Vegas Raiders. Uh, then after the bye week, they go out to the Mile High City and take on the Denver Broncos. I got them having another L here. I think Denver is going to be better, and I think Mile High is a tough place to play, especially as a rookie quarterback or as a young quarterback without that many starts. Uh, give me Denver to win that game. Definitely a tough place to play. I got them losing that game, too, to the Denver Broncos, 4-2. and two. Adam? I could see them I've, coming off the bye week. I could see them picking up a dub in that one. Plus, Russell Wilson has done absolutely not a damn thing to show me that he's ready to lead that team there. So I'm I'm thinking the Packers. I'm just on the, the the coaching and the team itself. Yeah, Denver's a tough place to play, but coming off the bye, Jordan Love is going to get his first chance to take a step back and breathe and look at the first five games and really figure some things out. I think they come out swinging, and this is when you start seeing Jordan Love figuring out the game. Uh, moving on to after the bye, we have two games back at Lambeau Field. Uh, first one is a division rival against the Minnesota Vikings, and then their uh, NFC NFC rival, I guess, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Vikings-Rams, how do you see these two games shaking out as they are back in Lambeau for back-to-back games? Um, I think they win both of them, actually. I think, yep. they could, they could, I, I think they split with Minnesota this year. I think they lose on the road in Minnesota. But yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think much of the Rams. I don't even think at this point Matthew Stafford even is playing. I I don't know how that back's holding up. I don't even know how that team's holding up. 
So yeah, give me the Green Bay Packers. They're six and two right now in my book. Um, I, I will agree with you on the Los Angeles Rams prediction. I think they do beat Los Angeles Rams, especially in Lambeau as a team that plays in LA, going back to you know Wisconsin, you know, Green Bay. Uh, but I actually think Minnesota gets them. I think Minnesota is still the best team in this division, and I think they get swept by Minnesota and Detroit this season. Uh, I have them down to three and five heading into two and uh, heading into a road game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Adam, did you have them sweeping, right? Those two games. Yes, but I, I gotta point one thing out. You mentioned the Rams not wanting to go to Green Bay. Just so you know, if you didn't hear this, the Rams actually petitioned the NFL to try to have that game moved up to earlier the season because they didn't want to play in the cold. So just for that reason, the Packers are going to beat the hell out of them. And on the Vikings, I know you like them. They're the most overrated team, and they were so overrated last year. They had the worst point, point differential than any team ever with that record. It's That's pathetic. True. They are not they had a, a they had a, they had, a, they had a losing point differential with like 11 wins. <laughs> I'm tired of people thinking Minnesota is a good team. They're not a good team. They got lucky. And the Packers have an off year. They, 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 I mean, I knew they weren't a good team when they were getting blown out of the the building against the Colts and Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. And then they and came happened? back. They came, and won. Back and won the game. they came back and won. But it's like. You should have never been in that position to even get be getting blown the hell out like that. And the only reason, like to Adam's point, you get lucky because the Colts suck, you know. So <laughs> right. Uh from there they um, go to from there they go to the AFC for back-to-back games. Uh first they go to Pittsburgh, take out the Steelers, and then the Los Angeles Chargers come back into town. Uh, how do you see these two games taking out? Steelers, Chargers. I I think they split. I think they split too. I think they lose to Pittsburgh and they can beat the Chargers at home. So I, little, I think going to Pitt, Pittsburgh's a very tough place to play. Like, and yeah. Pittsburgh's like the AFC version of the Packers, honestly. It's going to be a fun, cold, hopefully defensive run with the ball down your throat game. But I think the Steelers going to. I think the Steelers going to surprise some people this year. I think Pickett's going to take a step forward. Oh yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think the Steelers should knock them off. And then I'm with you. I think they could beat L.A. at home. I agree with you guys, actually. I'm going to take them to go to go to Pittsburgh and lose. And I actually have them beating the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I expect them to be better this season, but I still expect them to have games where they just fall apart. Uh, this seems like one of those kind of games. Uh, especially without a consistent running game there in Los Angeles uh, to really rely on. They can go to the cold and travel. I just think it's going to be tough. Uh, the next week they go to Ford Field and take on the Detroit Lions. Uh, I have the Packers losing that game. I have them getting swept by the Detroit Lions. I have them falling to four and seven. They better not lose I, that game. So I'm gonna be there. Oh dang! <laughs> it's I, my I actually, uh, my birthday is on Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm not, going to that game. <laughs> oh, that's what's up, dude. Um, I actually, uh, I'm actually gonna have them losing. I have them splitting with the Detroit Lions. That I had them winning at home, so they lose to Detroit here, seven and three so far from uh, seven and four so far. Uh, moving on from there, they go. Then they, the Kansas City Chiefs come into town into Lambeau. Patrick Mahomes versus Jordan Love doesn't have quite have the same ring as the Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers matchup. Uh, but how do you see these games shaking out as Super Bowl champions come to Lambeau in the title town? I uh, both the uh, Chiefs and Giants or just Chiefs? No, just the Chiefs. Just the Chiefs. Oh uh, yeah, um, at home. Yeah, they're losing. I think it's it's going to be a fun matchup. I think you know. Jordan Love is 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 gonna get up for that matchup. 
I think it'll be a little closer than what people think, but I got the Chiefs winning that football game. I'm taking Kansas City to win that game Seven as well. Adam. I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. I think, I mean, it's just the oh, Chiefs. There's a reason they're the Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Uh, and then they five. play back-to-back games in the NFC. Uh, first, they go to East Rutherford, New Jersey, and take on the Giants. And then they go to then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield come to Lambeau Field. How do you see these two games shaking out? <laughs> Um, I think um, New York, I think um, they lose to New York. I think going to New York, I think they lose that game. Um, they got some tough road, road, road um, matchups this year. Uh, besides, you know, I mean, Atlanta, we're, we're, you mean, David thinks they're going to be a good team. So I mean, that's, that's TBD. Um, but the Raiders are in shambles. But other than that, like the Broncos, the Steelers, the Lions, the Giants, the Vi- I mean, those are going to be tough games for, for the Packers. So um, we'll see how Jordan Love, um, you know, reacts. But I think they lose to the Giants uh, late in the year, and then they beat the Pack Buccaneers. Buccaneers suck. I'll agree They're with not going to win this year. Yeah, I think they go to East Rutherford. I think they lose that game, and then I think they beat Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield uh, in Lambeau. Eight and six. So this game's interesting to me because this is going to be a good time to decide if the, both of these quarterbacks at this point are going to have pressure on. Danny Dimes signed the big contract, so everybody's mm-hmm. expecting him to lead that team to the playoffs at this point. At this point, we're going to start losing the, okay, you're a new player now, Jordan Love. you got to figure this out. That's going to be a really telling game. I don't know who's – if I'm picking, I'm picking New York simply because it's New York, but to me that's a toss-up. And Tampa Bay, I think I, I think Tampa's going to be what you think Atlanta's going to be. I think Baker Mayfield is still a very underrated quarterback, and he has a great coach down there. I think Tampa's going to be very good, and they're going to knock off Green Bay at home. Oh, interesting. Uh, moving into the final three games of the season, two of them against division rivals. Uh, first, they go to Carolina, take on uh, obviously the Panthers. Uh, they go to Minnesota, and then they come to the Chicago Bears, come to Lambeau Field, which could be a potential playing game uh, for the playoffs. Is, is he I think it will be when we did the Bears show. Uh, how do you see these three games shaking out to wrap the season, the final three games? Uh, so yeah, I'll go first. So I think they beat Carolina to get them that ninth win. So they're nine and what? Uh, they're nine and six right now. Uh, and then and then they lose to Minnesota. So right now they're nine and seven going into that Chicago Bears matchup at home at nine and seven. And I think the Bears come in there either at eight nine wins as well. Um, looking to you know. If they are eight wins, then they need some help, obviously. But if they're at nine, maybe they still need some help. But it's a potential playing game. Um, I do think the Green Bay Packers win this game, as I predicted, and they get to their 10th win and beat the Chicago Bears their uh, 10 and 7. Uh, uh, I will agree with you. In that last play-in spot. I will agree with you. I think they go into Carolina. I think they beat the Carolina Panthers. And then I think they lose to the Minnesota Vikings. And this may come as kind of a shock, but I actually think they – the Chicago Bears go into Lambeau Field. And I think they lose. Uh, I think the Green Bay Packers win that game. I think they finish the season at seven and ten. Um, that's. I think they they're have a tough schedule. I think they're not making the playoffs at seven and ten. I think they have a tough schedule. But if Jordan Love plays well and they finish the season seven and ten, I think that's a successful season for the Green Bay Packers. Adam, as Adrian, all of that. I think the Packers. Or I think they'll go beat Carolina. They're going to go to Minnesota and lose, and they'll beat Chicago. I, I've lost track of my record, but I, I got them as a wild card team as well. I said earlier Detroit's going to win the division. Um, I think knocking off Chicago will give them a wild card. I think Minnesota's going to hit a wild card too. 
But again, like I said earlier, all four teams of this division, I could see very reasonable paths to them winning the division. So it's gonna be a really Man, I think season. Adam Adam, I think you had I think you had the Packers at like eleven wins. If I was like down there were a couple wins. I, there were a couple wins that you had that I that I had some losses, so I'm just kind of Hey, wild card is gonna be nine no, don't be don't be too much of a homer. <laughs> no, uh, wild card is gonna be nine wins. The running game, everything for the Packers is down to the running game. AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. If those two get it going, and the offensive line makes improvements from last year, and they take the pressure off Jordan Love, the Packers have the ability and the talent to be a very good team. Christian Watson has the athleticism and the talent to break this lead wide open and get on that level of. Some of the best receivers in the game, that Michael Thomas level. Uh, I think he has that ability. If they can get the running game going, the Packers, I believe, easily could win 11 games, if not more. Well, I have the Packers at 7 and 10. Uh, let us know down in the comments section what you think the Packers record will be when all is said and done this season. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out here at Prime Sports World. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, thank you very much, my good friend Adam Dell. Uh, thank you very much for joining us here on the Packers podcast. We always, it's always a pleasure having you on the show, my friend. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Glad to be here. Uh, but yeah, tomorrow's episode, we're going to be bringing back the crossover. It's been a couple weeks since we did a crossover episode. We're going to be breaking down everything related to the summer league. We're also going to talk about the Damian Lillard situation, which is getting very weird uh, across the National Basketball Association. Uh, gentlemen, David Huffman, Israel Rivera, Adam Dell. And gentlemen, what do we do here at the Prime, my friends? We bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bring the heat. I don't That's right, Adam. We bring the heat here at Prize Bring the heat, son. Bring the <laughs> okay. heat at Prize Sports You bring that heat. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. You guys all have a good night and stay safe out there. Uh, also, shout out to TJ's brother. Uh, returned from uh, Beirut uh, today. Um, he's an active military, so kudos to him. Thank you for his service. Uh, glad to have him home. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. we'll be back here tomorrow. Peace Thank out.